This is the machination log for September 16th, 2016. We got Dylan George in the house. Dylan, what's it up? Uh, if you look into the skies, you will see lights. So, Dylan... The moon's big today. Uh, yeah, the moon was big. Dylan, do you believe in unidentified flying objects? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to explain to the audience why you believe in... It's fucking going on for millennia. Eh, it's more fun than fucking all the political shit. Every time there's like a political cycle going on, I get super into UFOs, cryptids, just all of this shit. Just anything paranormal to fight the normal amount of bullshit that's just going on around all times. So people will be like, oh man, did you see Hillary Clinton? She fell into the car. And I'm like, have you seen fucking Peru right now? And how those stones fit together, man? Like, it kind of makes them realize, oh, I kind of sound like a piece of shit too. Like, I just, that's how I fight my, my, my verbal arguments. That's fair. Yeah. But sometimes you need an outlet outside of Alex Jones. And today... <laughs> Don't make it sound like I listen to Alex Jones. What? I mean, anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. There is... Um, I'm not a painter, and Dylan, though he is an artist, would not claim he's a painter either, no. I believe. It can be done. I do not want to do it. Dylan is the... Um, he Dylan... I barely like to color. Painting he, is yeah, like... Yeah, that much is clear. Yeah. So, um, just to cut to the chase, we painted uh, following essentially none of Bob Ross's advice. Like, he was on in the background, and we were sort of painting along. Um, but given how disparate our two paintings are, it is... There's no way to average what we have to come out with what he had. There are mountains. Yeah, there are mountains. <laughs> I mean, there, there, are only, there aren't going to be mountains in my picture for very long. But there is... Um, <laughs> there's a distinct... It's really... Yours has action. I... It needed action. Yeah. This was a necessity because I attempted to follow Bob Ross's knife technique for creating mountains with snow on them, except that I'm left-handed and I tried to follow them in the same direction he did, and it didn't work at all. Nope. So I had to improvise. Also, I've never done the Bob Ross method, like verbatim, like to the video kind of thing. Uh, I didn't make it look like his because you can't. If you don't have the right colors, if you don't have the right tools. Bob Ross does not actually paint on the canvas. He merely hovers paint over it, and whatever goes, goes. Yeah. You have to have such a light touch to have even close to the thing he's going on. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he suggests the paint onto, onto the canvas. I'm convinced that's even why he speaks so softly, as to not accidentally push it too far deep into the canvas. I can buy that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to scare it on there. His AV team doesn't understand um, noises. Like, they're not used to it. There's a point at the very end of the video where he pulls masking tape <laughs> off of this <laughs> picture. Bob, we were ready! And it is cacophonous. <laughs> it is like no masking tape I've ever heard before. It was like gunfire. Yeah. A little. Oh, like firecrackers, at it least. Was, it was unsettling. And we had to wash we had to wash the palette out after that with some some good Alex Jones grandstanding. But um because we hadn't finished. Twenty-seven minutes turns out not enough time to actually paint a picture using human techniques. Yeah. Uh he can paint that in thirty minutes. And as a professional artist, he can do that because you can't. Uh 
He's been doing it way longer than you. Guaranteed. I mean, yes. He's done it so long he's dead. Like, he has done it more than you. That is... Um, that was uncalled for. Well, you, I mean... You it, don't owe him an apology or anything. No, it it, it... it was literally one of the major reasons he died was lymphatic... Or what was it? Lymphatic cancer or lung cancer? It was lymphoma. It was lymphoma? Almost certainly in some way triggered by the uh, odorless thinner. Yeah. That he uh, had he's around that shit a lot. He just had a vat of it under him at all times, and was constantly aerating it by smacking a brush full of it against his uh, easel. Yeah, uh, it was not it was not smart, but the man had talent. But we everybody kind of knows that everybody is yeah. at least now peripherally aware of the mystique of Bob Ross. And I would recommend this technique of painting, even though neither of us are painters. I'm gonna the picture the the thumbnail for this is going to be both, and I mean. Dylan can say he's not a painter. He seems yeah. to at least have some inkling of what it's supposed to look like. Even with a good understanding of like how art's done, it's still hard to do, which is one of the reasons I don't like paint. There are tons of types of paint. There are tons of ways of applying paint. Painting classes, from what I know, on like the high end is just a chemistry class. Uh, I barely like mixing colors digitally, which is easy, because you don't have any limitation of space. You can just literally steal colors from photos. Like, you can just do whatever you want. Mixing it manually is always a hassle. It takes a lot of space and trial and error. And yeah. that's what I like about it. I like yeah. mixing you, colors. The colors on yours I actually enjoy a lot. Why, thank you. I, I mean, the My colors, sky was basically an accident. Yeah, but your, your colors all actually at least look accurate, so... It's a little vapor wavy on the mountains, but... That's fine. I, dude, from this distance, yeah. it's totally fine. But regardless, the reason I like that tree. the reason all of this is happening is, um, I would say, as for, as a form of ultimate cause, I bought an art show panel <laughs> at Midwest Fur Fest for no for no immediate oh, right. reason. You need to pump these shits out. Yeah, I got to figure gotta out. I got to figure out how to actually put something presentable on a, a two dimensional wall. Any and, day. and this will not this will not do as it stands. But the other more proximate reason why we're doing this is because Michaels was having a sale on canvas, <laughs> and I may have bought at least 10 16 by 20 inch canvases because they were really, really cheap. <laughs> um, unfortunately, the paint for them was not on sale, so that's going to get expensive, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. If this method has taught me anything, you simultaneously need, simultaneously need a lot and none. Like uh, yeah. Somewhere between there. Yeah, somewhere between... You will be applying no paint, but using a lot of it. Uh, I'm going to need a lot more white and black. Yeah. I liked toning yeah. everything. White, white was important. Uh, gesso. I still don't know how much to apply. That's a mystery we'll have to solve over time. It may be... There was a retarder that we saw as a component. Thing. I Maybe thought that's that part of I it? thought that was for the paint itself. I didn't oh, think that yeah, was that for the gesso. For, that might be for acrylic paint. Look that we look that shit up. Also, we're painting in acrylic, which is the like I guess I don't know. I talked to some painting majors at Scat. Painting with acrylics for idiots. If you don't oil paint, you're a scrub. Yeah, oil painting is also twice as expensive yes. and takes eighty times longer. Yes, that is also you have to actually wait. And as someone who doesn't, uh, acrylic's the only way to go. Yeah, no, oil paint seems like a madman's dream. Yeah. You have, to, you have to know what you're looking for yeah. in an oil painting. Yeah, Tim's Vermeer, great documentary, by the way. Yeah. 
I mean to watch that again. Is that on anywhere? Uh, it might it's be. on Amazon Prime? That's entirely possible. Watch um, that again. That was yeah, a good no, docu- it's got to be on Amazon. That was a good documentary. It, uh, it was. Go through the trials and tribulations of an eccentric rich man who goes into stark raving madness over a Vermeer painting. And it's, it's so good because it, Tim's Vermeer demonstrates the soul-crushing <laughs> truth that you can, in fact, brute force anything. <laughs> it is Tim, not fun. It doesn't have to be fun. It doesn't have to be your passion. But if you just sit down and you have the proper technique, you can do anything. And it'll suck the whole way through. It'll suck for, but, but there, there are no yep. excuses. Yep. You can do it. You have to be actually insane, I believe is not, maybe not verbatim, but definitely paraphrasing. You have to be crazy to be Or you gotta artist. be really bored. Or, yeah. For what it's worth, I mean, I'm... It makes this makes it sound like Tim is insane. If I could be Tim when I'm fifty, I would die happy because Tim yeah, Tim is an inventor recluse who <laughs> lives in Texas and just screws around. That is, he is living my dream retirement. Yeah, like that, that's exactly what I want. I so. want to recreate the painting, but I'm not going to copy off the painting. I'm going to remake the room that yeah. the painting is based on and draw that. Yeah. He didn't, yeah, he didn't even, he didn't even fake the reference. He, like, literally it was, mocked It is up. not a forgery. <laughs> it is his own rendition of. Yeah, it's its own class of copying. Um, I now realize that that other cloud also kind of looks like a UFO. That's, all right, maybe that's the throw-off. I sent this Holy picture. Holy shit. I sent this picture to my mother, and she was excited about it. And then I said, did you see the UFO? I don't. She said, I thought it was a cloud, and now I realize this one kind of looks like a UFO. It looks more like a UFO than the other one. But this one's got the lights. I mean, yeah, but that was not that's a shit UFO. It's not even disguising itself. I mean, they, they just trans... They just don't... They dematerialize. Oh, or, really? How does or, that work? Well, you see, you have three graviton things at the bottom. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> And those produce a gravity field that you can project in a direction, and then you just basically fall in that direction. Uh, but because, you know, you're also bringing all of the mass that was around you, you basically just make a gravity cocoon, and then you just travel at any speed that you want. I thought the physicist guy didn't know how this worked. He's theorized. Oh, That's why okay. he, no, he has a theory that there's a strong gravitational force and a weak gravitational force. For large and small scale logic. Has Alex Jones been? Fucking, I don't know Alex. I don't actually listen to Alex Jones. I listen to him shout about goblin things and then make funny faces and noises because he's a clown. Yeah, but it's more fun if we just assume you do. Anyway, the, um, what? Dude, again, like I was saying earlier, I can't, I can't hate people like Alex (laughs) Jones. Can't he's not, fashion. he's not, he's not like Limbaugh. Limbaugh has this like cynical, he's, he's not merely conservative in an idiotic way. He is just straight up like, there, there's a hatefulness to it that I, I can't, I can't get behind. Alex Jones, aside from having just the perfect conspiratorial voice, <laughs> globalists, like he can't, he can't talk normally. 
He has to, he emphasizes everything. But he's, he's a big got, guy. He's always been strong. But he needs to spread the message. There's so much heart. <laughs> There's so much heart. And I just can't, I, I can't fault a man who's that into what he's into. Like now, I'll, I'll grant you, he sells DVDs of nonsense for $35 on his website, which is and double. And water, which as is, I found out. Yes, and water, which is doubly insane because all his DVDs are available for free on YouTube. Uh, but you can also just buy them. Um, to support the cause. But man. Does his water have fluoride? Better fucking not. <laughs> You know, it's probably just distilled water. That would be amazing. Do they sell distilled bottled water? Like not in a jug, just like recreational drinking bottled water. I'm sure someone would sell it to you. They shouldn't because it's not good for (laughs) you, but it's the only way to stay safe. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) this is a podcast about painting. What? I mean, sort of. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, man, that other one really does look like a cloudy UFO. Yeah. No, Shit. that was imprinted on your brain before you even knew. Maybe that's where I got the idea. Is I was looking at that cloud and like, I need. Don't to blame that more. cloud. This is the seed. We were seeded. <clears throat> this is getting off topic so easily. It's this is the topic it started. With. I mean, art is nothing but a meta narrative. If you think about it, for aliens, yes. Also, for uh, how people are feeling at the time either emotionally in that very moment or on the whole as a society to reflect the zeitgeist that is going on. Oh, well, that doesn't My speak. My zeitgeist is aliens. Yeah, that doesn't speak well for mine since it's... Um, you grew up in California, right? Mine's action. No, I didn't. No? No, this is about as accurate you as you California? listening to Alex Jones. No, I was there until I was four. Oh, okay. And given that my memory, my working memory starts at about sophomore year of college there's not much there's not much going on when my life started yeah just woke up in a classroom no i woke up at 23 (laughs) so i've only had four actual years but there's like memories of stuff that happened slightly before that so imprinted on your subconscious yeah is pink fire and mountain caps getting blasted off by unknown forces in the distance this looks like a dixie um piece this would be a good everything. Card. Everything I draw looks like a Dixie card. Like that's that that just for those who don't know, Dixie is a game with depictions drawn by a uh, French impressionist, and uh, your objective is to come up with vague ways to reference what's in the picture uh, that don't get everyone around the table to guess exactly what's in the picture. Um, and there's a lot of colors. There's a lot of stark geometries and. Uh, Ham-handed messages. Yes, and ham-handed messages. Like you got a heavy heaven and hell, light and dark, Adam and Eve kind of thing going on. Up, down, left, right, yeah. Yeah. There's uh, dy- there's dynamic to it. I'll just put a... Uh, big oak tree. Yeah, there's a big oak tree. Big oak tree. With a gray stump and uh, put a dog of unknown size and shadow in the background. But Dog? What? See, you Yo, thought your UFO right. was clever. Shit, you got mine hiding in the back there. Small, fancy. What? No, oh, he's gosh. huge. He's a shadow. Oh, wait. 
Is it just a dog face or an entire dog? What? It's some of its shoulders. You're going to have to... All right, so... Okay, so it was that. All right, gotcha. Yeah. All right. I did gonna, a terrible job painting him in there since... You're going to have to have the classic clickbaity red circle <laughs> what? over the uh, little thing. I'm not sure where <laughs> I would put that. There are too many Easter eggs to point out. That's a... Have you seen clickbait? I mean... You just circle everything. I mean, I do what I no, can. Circle here. <laughs> You're good. Circle here. I don't... There's a dog. Can't you see it? Dylan, that's the joy of painting. <laughs> it and is. That's gonna do it. Unless you've got something else that uh, you need to get off your chest. Just a lot of this paint that has accumulated on my shirt. Does that say SeaWorld Authentic on it? It does. What does that mean? It means they thought of it. Okay. I can believe that. It's got sharks on the back. Like four or five sharks. We're talking about Dylan's tank top. Wearing a tank top that I bought at SeaWorld because one day I went to work and it was too goddamn hot to have a regular shirt on. I'll put this on underneath. You know what? I thought it would be like a shitty... Oh, I can find this at a thrift store kind of shirt. It's actually a pretty nice tank top. Mm -hmm. Nice and soft. Decent. I like it. It's long, which not a whole lot of tank tops are. Really? I thought... Usually tank tops are way too wide. They have like this huge undercut in the arms. I've only had... I've only seen long and wide tank tops. This one's just kind of like a thin and tall. I don't know. So There's like, a relatively notorious picture of you in a white tank top that... Um, that one I bought... I think in an actual big and tall store and I bought the smallest size that way it would be insanely long but still fit me. It's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it was basically a dress. Yeah, it was pretty good. I like that <laughs> I like that tank. I would wear a dress as a shirt. I don't give a fuck. I'd do it. I'm big. I yeah, I could fit it. Mm. Actually no, I did try that one time. Me and don't put this on. What? Put it in the after or the epilogue. This, this is the epilogue. Okay. I already said that's going to do it. Okay. If you're still listening to this, this is entirely on you. Yeah, I was going through Ross with Nari, and there was a dress. She was like, "This is too, too small for, for a dress." I was like, "Well, give it to me. I'll try it on as a shirt." The shoulders for a dress go out to like here. That doesn't help it, podcasts at all. Well, to. The peaks of your shoulder bones, like basic, you're you could see my whole top of my chest, which I guess is the goal for women wearing a dress. Generally, for a dude with like, like a Florida shaped chest hair thing going, it's not good. <laughs> also, I have a I literally I have a literal Florida happy trail of chest hair on my body to prove where I am from at all times. I'm branded. I'm not sure what my most obvious Floridian branding is. I don't go outside quite that often. There it is. Which? You don't go outside very often. Yeah, I guess that's true. Fair <laughs> it's enough. It's fucking shitty out there. Fair. That'll double do it. That will. That'll more than double do it. <laughs> Dylan. get to say it morning everybody <laughs>